to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and fresh after a historic listing on Nasdaq, Freshworks has captured the imagination of the world. And that is the subject of uh, this issue's cover. In over a decade, Girish Matrubutam, the company's founder, has managed to create a ragingly popular software as a service startup. How did he do it? Joining me on the call to talk about his cover is Forbes India's Hari Chandan Arakali. Hi, Hari. Thanks for joining in. Back to back. Congratulations uh, on the second cover in two weeks. Yeah, this is more of a coincidence, Abhishek. Uh, can't take credit for the back to back covers. Um, but yeah, great to be back here with you. Thank you, Hari. Always fun talking to you. So let, let's talk about Freshworks for folks who may not know about very briefly in a minute. Where did that dream begin 10 years ago? Uh, what did uh, Mr. Mathrubutam set out to achieve? And what does the company do? I think uh, Girish has spoken extensively about uh, how he started the company. So one version of the story is that uh, he had a bad uh, customer service uh, experience, uh, I think related to a broken TV in transit. He says that that kind of triggered the idea. Uh, he spent uh, close to a decade in Zoho and he rose to become the head of the managed engine unit. And we can talk about that later. Uh, as you said, the uh, story in short is they make uh, cloud software that help companies take care of customer support, also internal IT uh, tickets. Like if you want your password changed, for example, you would ask your IT guy uh, in a large company, things like that. And, uh, and I think they're also into uh, sales and marketing automation, uh, basically selling these uh, software as uh, subscriptions over the cloud. And they're, of course, doing very well. Right. And you've covered them extensively, even in the past. What stands out as differentiating services from a company like Freshworks that before the IPO was already a unicorn? So what is it that makes a company like this different? Is it that there are fewer players? Is it just that the model itself as SaaS is a unique one? Indeed, Salesforce is what you write is a big competitor. But what makes Freshworks different and why has it been successful? They may not necessarily be different in terms of uh, the category of the products. And for example, uh, the customer relationship management product, which is, you know, people say pioneered by salesforce.com. But today, I think there are over 600 plus flavors of uh, CRM. They say that they stand out because uh, their products are very simple to use, extremely user-friendly, even for the smallest of their customers, you know, maybe companies who, or folks who pay like $100 a month kind of companies. But they're also at the other end of the spectrum being used by very large companies. Even a company like NASDAQ, on which Freshworks is listed, is also a customer. Uh, I think American Express is a customer. So uh, across the spectrum, they have um, managed to make their products, uh, on the one hand, user-friendly for the smallest guys, and on the other hand, successfully innovate and be relevant even to the very large companies. I guess that's the way they've managed to stand out. Uh, Mr. Madhubuman says that he dreamt about, uh, quote, India as a product nation, unquote. So uh, do you see these companies like Zoho that you briefly spoke about earlier in this uh, podcast and Freshworks as the new generation of India's IT revolution as somebody who's covered this industry in quite detail over the last few years? I guess in a way it is uh, a new generation. Also, it's been, uh, like you, since you mentioned uh, Zoho, it's been yeah, over 25 years in the making. And uh, today, there's definitely a lot of excitement uh, in the industry amongst the companies, entrepreneurs, as well as their VC investors who are playing a big role in the development of this ecosystem, that uh, this could be 
kind of the next big industry. And many of them also believe that uh, eventually it will uh, uh, surpass the IT services industry in terms of, uh, you know, especially in terms of market value first, and maybe eventually even in terms of uh, revenue and so on. What do you credit? Uh, what are two or three things that uh, got Freshwork to where it is today in just about a decade? One is, I think, uh, uh, investors uh, recognize that cloud software is uh, on the rise and uh, that it will become even more mainstream than it is today because the opportunity is huge. I mean, while reporting for this story, I was talking to various folks and uh, one of them is uh, you know, Manav Garg, uh, who's himself a founder and CEO of a software cloud software company today called uh, Eka Software Solutions, the commodity trading space. He, he, used to, he pointed out how uh, even today, uh, only about a third of all the IT in the world is on the cloud. And so there's the remaining two thirds to, you know, that is up for grabs. So the market opportunity is pretty big. That is one. Uh, the second thing is, as I mentioned earlier, they have, uh, you know, Freshworks has been able to execute phenomenally well in terms of garnering their 52,500 paying customers. And uh, the third is also the recognition that uh, this you know, Bangalore, Pune, Chennai, plus Silicon Valley, uh, playbook, where typically these companies are uh, based or headquartered out of the US, out of Silicon Valley, just as Freshworks is in San Mateo, but they have large chunks uh, of their uh, R&D and software development and even uh, sales origination coming out of centers in India, which uh, gives them the talent plus cost advantage. And some 20 odd percent of the revenues is spent on R&D which is a healthy figure, isn't it, for a product company where the idea is the marginal cost of acquiring a new customer is almost zero because you have the product ready. But the future will only be determined by how quickly you could add features, ramp up, also keep your existing customers happy and try and acquire new ones. Yeah, it's a good uh, number. 20 to 22% is what uh, Tyler Sloth, their uh, Freshworks CFO, uh, told us. Uh, but it's not necessarily exceptional. Uh, Atlassian. Uh, well-known uh, cloud software company, which makes uh, team collaboration software uh, based in Australia, but also has a very strong presence in Silicon Valley. They spend uh, up to 35% of their revenue uh, on R&D, and uh, they're a $2 billion revenue company. Because there is a large base in India, Freshworks also is able to probably get uh, more for each dollar that it spends. It's, it's a good number, uh, but it's definitely not exceptional. And you also talk a little bit about... Uh... Uh, SaaS Kurumba, could you try and decode that? It was also in the uh, prospectus that the company had filed. People like Girish uh, look at the entire kind of SaaS community in India as uh, something that, something that is special. The people who are part of that community is doing something special uh, out of India. I mean, so they you know they have collectively they share this dream of uh, turning India into a genuine product nation. They have been at it for uh, the last several years, and I think. Uh, it's reasonably accurate to say that they are now on the cusp of their next big phase of growth. I guess uh, in Tamil, it's Kudumba. In Kannada, it's Kutumba. It's, uh, I guess, similar words in uh, different languages, uh, referring to kind of the extended family that's part of the Indian product nation uh, endeavor. The last uh, couple of questions, Hari. One thing that also struck me is that uh, usually companies of this size and tenure are very founder-led. And uh, not to say that this isn't, 
but it also has a top management which uh, with professionals that have been brought in from uh, say companies like Atlassian where the chief revenue officer is from there then mm-hmm. you've got a product head uh, who comes from Oracle Prakash Ramamurthy is that a conscious uh, choice where you you start your company but then you leave it to the top uh, bosses in their respective domains and try and encourage that culture perhaps they are now beginning to get kind of a standard playbook bringing in people like Jose Morales the uh, chief revenue officer whom you mentioned Ramamurthy and uh, Tyler Sloat and uh, also their chief marketing officer Stacy Epstein who joined in March Girish himself uh, calls these people uh, people who have been there done that that is kind of the next part of the playbook in the sense that uh, these are the people who have experienced the whole uh, cycle of going from a, a small startup to uh, a big uh, company to even uh, uh, doing a public listing and beyond they are kind of uh, collectively exhausted in their experience and uh, mutually exclusive so each one brings something to the table and collectively they are, you know they bring an exhaustive amount of Uh, domain expertise to take the company to the next level and uh, manav calls this uh, building the next level of management depth and uh, giving an institutional structure to the company going forward so that i guess that is the effort and so in that sense it's a fairly deliberate you know effort right and whenever that next level comes we look forward to reading that from you uh, hari whenever it is that you plan to cover uh, freshworks yet again thank you very much for your time on this podcast hari thanks a lot Excellent. Thanks, Abhishek. Great to talk to you again. Thank you. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, or any app that you use to consume your content. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.